Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Ah, we got sports. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it. Game three of the World Series coming up tonight. That takes uh, pretty much a backseat, though, even though you're playing for the championship of Major League Baseball. You've got Big Ten football coming back tonight. The Badgers are hosting Illinois out at Camp Randall. And you got Big Ten football back. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait to, to do whatever it is. I, tonight i got a gathering I'm going to for a little bit, uh, a small one. Uh, more of a business function than anything. Uh, so I'm going to do that. And then I'm either going to come home right away and sit down and watch the, the Badger game or I'm going to find a uh, – uh, a place to, to where you can go in and do your social distance thing, but maybe get a, a beverage or two and then uh, watch the Badger game. But I'm I'm excited about tonight. And then this weekend, obviously, you've got uh, Packer football back. Packers trying to get back on the winning track. We talked about the keys to a Packers victory earlier today. I want to pick up where we left off there. We had a lot of phone calls. We had a lot of people tweeting and emailing and such. Uh, I want to get back to that. So if you want to hit us up, uh, now's your opportunity for the next half hour. Let's let's you and I just kind of you know chit chat about this. The biggest keys to the Packers win coming up on Sunday. Bottom of the hour, we're going to talk with Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press Gazette. We have the new mail heads up plays of the week coming up here after the uh, at the towards the end of the hour, and then the next hour, it's our good buddy Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, is going to be here. So uh, this is kind of the last half hour that you and I get a chance more so to chat, interact, throw out some analysis, opinions and what have you. So phone lines wide open, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. And that is on the uh, Milwaukee Admirals, hashtag Admirals 50 talk line. Uh, it should be going to 51, though. We're coming into the 51st season of Admirals football. I just hope that it's not interrupted uh, again because of COVID. So we're waiting to find out if the Admirals are even going to have a season. They're, they're waiting on the NHL. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Sam Schmitz running the board today, at Sam double underscore Schmitz. You can find uh, Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass and on Twitter, at Evan Heff 25. There's Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, look for all the content over there as well. 
Uh, and then you can find us on Instagram, find us on YouTube, find us uh, on the website. Go to BillMichaelSports.com. Uh, then there's always the Radio.com app, yeah, and uh, and and such uh, that you can track us down. So good stuff there. So the biggest keys to a Packers win. Now I'd said uh, there's three things, and get rid of the obvious turnovers. They sway the they sway the vote. So I. Uh, I think if you're going to say that the top three things are going to be one for me is the rhythm and the flow of the offense plays, get in, get out of the huddle with 10, 15 seconds to go, get your motion, get your hard counts, all that kind of stuff. Number two, containing Deshaun Watson. I think that's the other big one is whether or not this defense is going to be able to contain him. Um, then, then you can have problems because he can he can create havoc. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Deshaun Watson is going to be an issue because he's a mobile quarterback. This team at times has had trouble with mobile quarterbacks. He creates with his feet, uh, not only the ability to run the football and pick up yardage, but also he creates with his feet by the threat of running. Therefore, he creates things downfield. And uh, and then three, it's 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 back to the basic of just can they protect Aaron Rodgers? Because without, and I don't think he's playing, but without uh, David Bakhtiari, uh, Houston has a pretty solid pass rush. And when you talk about Tom Brady and company beating up on the Green Bay Packers defense, uh, it gets another big-time look and challenge because of Watson. Uh, by the way, Watson leads the NFL in both yards per attempt and completions of 20 yards or more. He's been terrific, been terrific, an emerging star completing almost 70% of his passes. He's had terrific career passer or terrific passer ratings um, the last few weeks and now in four straight games. His accuracy, the aggressiveness, all of that, okay? And like I said, he creates with his feet. The mere threat of him taking on, I think he's better than LeVar Jackson. I just do. I think Jackson is not as accurate a passer as Deshaun Watson could be or will be. I think he's as good with his feet. He reminds me a lot of Randall Cunningham, a very mobile quarterback, very good arm, very good downfield vision, very good intelligence. I really, really like Deshaun Watson. And uh, he can he can just crush a defense almost single-handedly because of the way he extends plays. So that's the number one thing I think you can look to also when it comes to defensively if is just slowing him down. But I still think, the Packers getting in and out of the huddle with that offensive line, knowing the blocking scheme, Lindsley calling it out, good chance that the Packers, like I said, are going to be without David Bakhtiari. Uh, so now you've got to move guys around. That's the number one thing. Billy Turner could slide over from the right side. Uh, Elkin Jenkins is probably the best offensive tackle that they have. How many pieces do you want to move around? Because you're going to be battle, battling J.J. Watt and Whitney Merciless, and, and they can get after a quarterback. So I, there's there's a, a big eye right there to watch. And then, you know, one of the other things we've talked about all week that I think, uh, you know, Mike Pettin discussed, uh, Matt LaFleur discussed, um, is it, pressure. It's just can can you get to the quarterback? If you even get to him, can you then bring him down? Tackling on this team at times has been rather poor. Not as bad as years past. So don't get me wrong. It's not as bad as years past. But it has been at times rather poor. 
So that's another aspect of all of this. 855-830-8648. Your thoughts, 855-830-8648. Because the Packers have struggled consistently putting pressure on quarterbacks this particular season as opposed to last. And one of the reasons is because quarterbacks are getting rid of the football much quicker. But they're just not collapsing the man-on-mans the way they did last year. According to Pro Football Focus, Deshaun Watson has been responsible for uh, eight sacks and 20 total pressures this season because he can play from anywhere. The problem is he does have a tendency at times to rely on his feet, and therefore it can get him into trouble as well. So take it. Take it. And one of the other things we have not talked about, and that is the ability for the Packers to, to run the football. They were just crushed, stonewalled, if you will, by the uh, Buccaneers. So Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon, you know, it's the worst run defense. So they go from the best to the worst. The Texans are allowing over five, five and a half yards per carry. and So they're, they're the worst rush defense in all of football, but they sack the most. So if you can get the motion, the movement, the run game going, it only opens things up for Aaron Rodgers and company. So you tell me, what are your thoughts when it comes to the Packers' ability to win this game and the keys to winning this game? 855-830-8648. Ryan tweets me at Bill underscore Michaels and said, hey, if I had to take a trade right now, I would take the defensive side of the football. But we all know the Packers will not make a deal. They never do. They never will under this management. Uh, Watt is such a bad idea. It just doesn't fit the salary cap at all. If people are talking about J.J. Watt coming here, I don't think the Packers could do it. See, I don't think so either. And let me say this. It's one of those things that was being discussed as to where a fit for each particular high prolific player who's on a bad team would fit, but he's not coming here. They're not getting rid of J.J. Watt. They're not going to. It just, it's it's not going to happen. Okay? It's not going to happen. Uh, Timbo writes in the Wendy's email inbox. He says, uh, the Packers get a win. I think they're going to blow them out. Everything get, gets back to normal. But even if the Packers win by 20, will it be enough to satisfy those who want to criticize? That's another good question. You know, when we sit here on Sunday afternoon doing the Green and Gold, doing the green and gold postgame show, let's say the Packers win by 24. Is that enough? Is that enough for people to go, okay, you know what, Tampa Bay was just a bad game? Or because they're playing a team with the worst run defense in the National Football League and a quarterback who pretty much does it all, and if you can at least corral him, you can really inhibit their ability to put points on the board. So do you look at it as a good win? Is it a dominating performance and the Packers are back? I said this yesterday. They're still going to go 13-3, and 12-4. They're still going to win the division. They're still going to be one of the tops in the NFC. But are we, going, are we looking at a situation where it's wash, rinse, repeat? Same as last year. That's where they're going to prove their bones. Right now, you're just stacking success, and you're trying to get enough wins to where you can get a first-round bye. Because remember, this year, only one team in each conference gets a bye because of the expanded playoffs because of COVID, because of the weird season we're having. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer. Great people over there. Bud Light Seltzer, cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com for all the info. BudLight.com. Look, I, I, I do the Bud Light thing, you know. I'm not a huge seltzer guy. They are good, and they did give me some to sample. 
I do like the strawberry, I have to admit. The pineapple, I love pineapple, but I can't do grapefruit. Grapefruit and can't cranberry, I'm not either one of those. I do like the uh, the pineapple and the strawberry. The pineapple is not as pineapple as you would like if you're a pineapple fan, but the strawberry is pretty good. But uh, the best part about this seltzer as opposed to others is you don't have that lingering aftertaste where you got that bitter beer face, you know. But I'm still, um, I'm a beer guy. I just am. Just throwing it out there. But it's only 100 calories. So you feel like you're doing something good for your body when you're imbibing. It's nice. Go to BudLight.com for the details. Let's do this. We're going to come back. We'll take a uh, take your phone calls. I want to get your phone calls. Come on, Packers fans. What do you what, Keys to a victory this weekend. Do you think the Packers win? And let's say they win by 20. Is it enough? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Some breaking news for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones not seen at practice today. Uh, he He's going to be on the injury report for whatever reason. He's still scheduled to speak with the media coming up here in a little while, and hopefully we hear from him. But uh, Kevin King also dropped out of practice. Uh, he's been practicing on a limited basis the last couple of days. These are uh, tweets coming from Rob Domofsky. But uh, – Aaron Jones not seen at practice today for whatever reason. So um, we'll find out more. Find out more from Matt LaFleur coming up a little bit later on. But uh, nevertheless, not uh, not good news. Unless it's just, you know, he had something else going on or personal matter, you know. But uh, whatever it is, usually never good if you can't make practice. You know what I mean? 855 830 8648. Give us a shout. And uh, I want you to chime in. Let us know what you think about as far as the keys to the victory. And, and here's the thing I, I go back to, and I've got people that are still. Um, all over me, or not all over me, but all over the discussion over on Twitter and on Facebook. If the Packers, let's say, because we're only a, a week, say, 12 days away from the trade deadline. If the Packers were to make a trade, should they be looking more to the defense or the offense? Should they be looking more defensively or offensively? Where would you add? Uh, Jake says it's the defensive line if possible. We all know defense wins you championships. Ed said I do everything to shore up both. Uh, Over on Twitter, Barnes, Martin, and Kirksey, when all are healthy, will be pretty good. Defensive tackle or a speedy wide receiver is where I would go. Quinn and Williams and Jamison Crowder for a second or a fourth. This one's from uh, Pope John Puke said, uh, I'm not going to worry about a trade. We know the Packers don't do it. 
they won't add to this team. Evan says, as a resident of Wisconsin, uh, only way Green Bay beats Houston is stopping J.J. and Marcellus and exploiting Lonnie Johnson. Uh, Junior, also, if they can exploit the run game up the middle, they have a chance, especially on counterplays, because Cunningham likes to over-pursue. Otherwise, their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, will eat them up. The, the, I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I still think 20, or excuse me, 35, 24, something like that. I mean, if the over, I don't even know what the over-under is on it, but if it's over 50, I'd take it. The Packers are going to score a lot of points. Expect the Texans to do the same. When you come to PackersWire.com, they say, look, uh, Deshaun Watson's playing incredible. Just hard to imagine the Texans putting up much of a fight on defense unless the Packers completely fall apart uh, along the offensive line. Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, who worked under Matt LaFleur in 2018, ripped the Texans apart last week. Expect LaFleur to do the same. The guess here is that back-and-forth shootout eventually tips the Packers' way with big games from Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, plus a disruptive player or two from Zadarius Smith and or Kenny Clark making the difference. Uh, Bakhtiari not practicing today, was on the sidelines in street clothes. Uh, my indication is is that you don't practice on Friday, you're not playing on Sunday. Not that he has to because he knows it as well as anybody, but yeah, I don't think Bakhtiari's playing in this contest. Just my thought. But the, the, the big question here is whether or not the Packers can limit the big plays from the Texans. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. The Packers are going to be challenged, look, to, to limit the big plays this coming Sunday because Deshaun Watson ranks first in the NFL in completions, uh, gaining over 20 yards, as I had mentioned before. And in doing so, he's created 27 of those. They weren't just drawn up. It was mainly because of his feet. And he has a way to get outside of the pocket, make you chase him, chase him, chase him, chase him, chase him, until somebody eventually gains his attention, and then he's able to go downfield again. If plays 20 yards or more, he is the number one quarterback in the National Football League, and it's all because of his feet. Uh, Max says, uh, I think the Packers are going to make a trade, but it's going to be a minimal trade that really doesn't matter maybe giving away a sixth-round draft choice in three years down the road to get a wide receiver nobody's ever heard of to say that they did something, that's the Packers' way. No, they're not They're not giving up a seventh-round draft choice for a guy nobody's heard of or a sixth-round draft choice for a guy nobody's heard of just to say you did it. I mean, if you're going to make a move, make a move, you know? You've got depth. What you now need is another starter or two. You need a legit guy. If you had, I mean, like I said yesterday, if, if you're looking at this team today, what you're saying to yourself is, where are the weaknesses? Okay? No matter what the Packers have done and what they've tried to do, where are the weaknesses? It's the, it's, it's the same story. Yes, Brian Goodikins tried to cure the, the wide receiver position. Funches opted out. You draft a wide receiver, you don't have another guy opting out. You still have depth. The linebacker position he tried to cure with Kirksey. Kirksey's down with an injury. Yes, you tried to fix it. No, it hasn't worked out. I think Kirksey's okay. Don't get me wrong. But I, it is what it is. You knew he was a guy that was capable of being nicked up. He has for the last three, four years. 
You know it comes to that. 855-830-8648. Um, hey, Bill, did J.J. Watt practice today? He did not practice Thursday. No, I, that's wrong. He did not practice on Wednesday, actually. And it, it wasn't an injury-related miss. Okay, I don't know if it was a veteran thing or he had something else going on. But, no, it, it was uh, Wednesday. He did not practice. He was not listed on the injury report at all yesterday. Just an FYI. So, you're right, but just had your days mixed up. So, I just want to make that clear. So, I, look, J.J. Watt's going to play in this game. He's probably just salivating at the opportunity, especially if he knows that, uh, you know, you're not going to have that big left tackle, David Bakhtiari, and they're going to be shuffling, shuffling around offensive linemen. So, yeah, they're going to be putting pressure on Aaron Rodgers as best they possibly can, which is why the offense needs, specifically the run game, needs to be in, in, enacted into the, into the point of the motion, the misdirection, a lot of the play action. And with the movement, now you got to make sure that everybody knows their assignments. Because if David Bakhtiari's not there and you're moving guys around, Ricky Wagner, Billy Turner, you got Elton Jenkins, you got these guys that are shifting a little bit. You got to make sure everybody knows where they're supposed to be. The onus is really going to fall on guys like Aaron Rodgers and on uh, Corey Lindsley to be able to get it all right. You got to worry about gaps, man. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be here. He's going to join us, and we're going to continue to break this down, get his keys to a Packers win this coming weekend. Hey, our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef, they look, I talked about grilling a little bit earlier. They want to send you a grill. It's that simple. A Traeger Bronson 20 grill. Go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Start shopping. Okay, start shopping. You click on that link. It'll give you all the rules and regulations. You could be one of 15 people to win a brand-new Traeger Bronson 20 grill. Those smokers, they're, they're awesome. I love my Traeger grill. Love it. I'm going to use it this weekend. But if you're looking for meats, chops, steaks, burgers, whatever it happens to be, you can order it. They'll pack it in dry ice. They'll ship it right to you. That way you're staying out of the grocery stores. You're doing the social distancing. It'll show up on your doorstep, and you're good to go. Just unbox it, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the freezer, whatever you need to do. And then if you're one of the winners, they'll even ship you that brand-new Traeger grill as well. And and that's worth the uh, that's worth a party right there. I love my Traeger grill. And I'm sure you will, too. And when you pick up the uh, Schulze Family Farms beef, you'll love that on there as well. Go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com to buy the beef, to get registered, to hopefully win yourself a grill. SchulzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Eric Branchek, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Hey, a reminder, the Green and Gold postgame show coming up on many of these network stations immediately following Green Bay and Houston. This weekend, Gary Ellison and I, we give you our analysis, break it down, and then we continue on. And hopefully we're talking about a Packers victory. It looks like it might end up being a high-scoring affair. We'll have to wait and see. But nevertheless, 
We'll be here. Hopefully you are as well. Immediately following Green Bay and Houston, find us on many of these stations or on the radio.com app. Bringing them in now, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Eric, uh, no Aaron Jones today at practice for whatever Excuse me. For whatever reason, David Bakhtiari in street clothes. Kevin King still looks to be uh, nursing that quad injury. Uh, they're a banged-up team right now, so uh, give me the likelihood that this is not only going to be a shootout but a very tight ball game, in your opinion. Well, first of all, before we get started, how do we get on that? I want to win one of those triggers. I'd like to win that. Right? Yeah. Those yeah. things are great yeah. out there at Schulze Family Farms. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. Um I have an old-fashioned uh, Weber Smoky uh, Mountain, but it's anyways. It makes good makes. I, I really like to try the Traeger though because it just to be able to set it and forget it. Anyways, yep, back to football. That's exactly it. You, they're electric. You just flip the switch and off they go, and it's so good. Oh. Anyways, uh, they're banged up. Yeah, I, I think they're banged up. I don't think they're banged up beyond recognition where they can't go out and win a football game. Um, I mean, we haven't heard why Aaron Jones is in that practice. It could be a personal reason. It could be illness. We we don't know. Um, so to, to speculate on that would be, uh, I don't think, would make a whole lot of sense. Having Bakhtiari gone, now this is something that you got to, I think we all have to take a look at. What I would do by Matt LaFleur, I'm sliding Elton Jenkins out to left tackle. We saw him earlier in the season at right tackle. Let's slide him out to left tackle and see how he fares. Because it does a couple things. If he hangs on and he does a pretty good job, now you can think about next season. Do we really need to sign Bakhtiari? Can we use that money elsewhere? So I think that is a bigger development than what anyone else is really thinking about. And at least when I saw that injury and now we hear that Bakhtiari is not practicing, that puts up some big red lights and saying, this is interesting. This is going to be, can he do it? Can he hold up out there? I mean, is his feet good enough? Is he going to be able to keep his hands inside and punch some of those speed rushers before they are able to get the corner on him? How is he going to handle a blitz? Can he handle a twist? Is he going to be able, you know, there's a lot of things that, that it's going to be interesting to watch. So this is, this game is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, having Kevin King is probably going to, be really important if they want to slow it. You know, they got some pretty good receivers down there, so that's going to make a difference. Um, but my, how I think it is, this is the one game, and write this down because I'll never say this again. I don't care if they get a single sack. I would not, I don't worry about the sacks in this game, but what you need to do is keep Watson in between the tackles. He's got to stay in the pocket. If they are able to keep him in the pocket and just collapse the pocket from the inside, they're going to do really good. Where he is extremely dangerous is when he gets outside the pocket and then he's got the football in his hand. He's a, he's a two-option two issue. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. Either of them are deadly when he's on the, on the move out of the pocket. So the first the, the key, the only key, all the other stuff doesn't matter. Keep Watson in the pocket at all times, and they're going to be okay. Yeah, he's the most prolific passer for 20 yards or more and creates the majority of it with his feet. So I agree with you. I think keeping him in the pocket and not being able to allow him to extend plays in order to get guys downfield and set things up is, is one of the keys to the ball game as well. I I am really interested to see Aaron Rodgers' side. As much as I want to pay attention to the defense, I'm really interested to see Aaron Rodgers' side of things in the sense of getting in and out of the huddle, getting the rhythm, getting the hard count, getting the motion back, getting back to what it is they were doing prior to the Tampa Bay game. 
Well, some of that is, you know, on the sideline there. You know, uh, LaFleur's got to get the plays. Right. And, and most importantly is they need to have some wiggles. They need to have a little bit of wrinkles. They need to be able to do something a little bit different because teams had the first four weeks to update to watch, and then Tampa Bay came out, and they're sitting on out routes. They were ready for the slants to, to Devontae Adams. You know, they were ready for the outside zone. Some of that is because they had some really good personnel at linebacker, and I understand that, and I give them credit for that. However, when you get punched, you got to make a choice. You know, you either lay down and take it, or are you going to stand up and go and punch back? And that's the part where I was not impressed with the way that their offense responded um, after Tampa Bay kind of got up on them, you know, they're, you know, now you got to see some wrinkles. So, you know, if you're going to run a, a guy in motion and he runs out all the time, okay, so run him an out and up, do something different. Um, that's within your scheme to keep defenses honest. Some of that's going to be also got that front, the, the offensive line. Now you're missing Bakieri, your best pass blocker. Uh, how are you going to slow down the rush? You know, so, right. so, there is a couple of layers to this whole thing, and, and, and they're going to have to figure out a way to do it, and whether it be moving the pocket. That's the other thing we didn't see in Tampa Bay was, you know, where was where was the rollout pass? Where, you know, how come we didn't slide um, or do any sprint passes or slide protection outside of the pocket so that there was opportunities to get out of that rush? Where were the screen passes? Where was the draw? A draw probably would have been okay, too. You know, so some of those things has to come from the sideline. It isn't necessarily – Aaron Rodgers, um, but yes, you want to be able to see Aaron Rodgers be able to step up. But I think from the sideline, I think it's the bigger chess match is happening on the sideline. They're not, if they're going to get rush and pressure from the guts, uh, and they're going to beat the offensive line, they got to move the pocket and they got to do screens. They have to do draws. They have to do things. If you want to rush us, go ahead because we have to. Ha- they have to have ways to beat the rush rather than just stand there and, and get pistol whipped. Talking with Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press-Gazette and also PackersNews.com on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You had mentioned Matt LaFleur. I agree. Matt LaFleur talked about uh, the, the practice last week, and I know that uh, between him and Aaron Rodgers, they sounded extremely testy on Wednesday. So I, I look at both of these guys together and think, okay, Aaron, he's going to have the anxiety of, hey, let's get the play in so I can get out of the huddle, so I can get up to the line of scrimmage and use the hard count and everything that's beneficial. But this is going to be – if they have – the shuffling of the offensive line, this is going to be really Corey Lindsley too, but they need – Matt LaFleur, like you had said, has to get the play in quick enough so they can have at least 13, 15 seconds to get to the line of scrimmage and do what it is they do. You start running short and trying to think about things too much, then, yeah, I think you're going back to the same same circumstance we saw last week. And you've got a really good pass rush, one of the best sack teams in the NFL. The problem is they don't tackle very well, and they, they get out of their zones in their lanes against the run. That's been their bugaboo. But defensively speaking, they get to the quarterback quick. And if they see a clock ticking down and they're able to tee off, that's beneficial. So that's why t- tomorrow, I should say Sunday, is going to be so imperative on the head coach. You agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and getting to play in and out is important. But I think – Having some some wiggle, um, having something different different looks doesn't necessarily need to be a formation look. It just could just be you know breaking tendencies because they got four weeks of tendencies and Tampa Bay certainly did their homework because that was one well coached defense. I'll tell you that much, um, and they're very talented as well. So, uh, but what they're going to need to do is break tendencies. So maybe maybe Devontae Adams only gets 
six targets or seven targets instead of 10 or 15. You know, you, mm. they need to break tendencies and they need, I think, I think they need to run the inside zone more. Um, that's where the strength of their blocking is, is on the inside. And if you've got uh, athletic linebackers that are running you down to the alley, fine, run down to the alley. I'm going to bend it back inside. You need a hard step outside, bend it back inside, make those guys stay home so you can get some of those outside zone plays going. That's what, that's what makes that team go is when you get that outside zone, now who's in the alley? you got safeties that got to have – um, alley, or you're going to have, uh, if you're going to play with your cornerbacks, they're going to have the alley, then you're going to have your safety. You've got to have contain. So you're putting pressure on the people that are going to give up the big plays when you can get the outside zone working. Because once they get outside the zone and they're running in the alley, now the only guys that can make the play are going to be linebackers that are going to trail the play from the backside or safeties coming up. So when you, when you shut down that outside zone, now safeties can run around and do whatever they want and stay with receivers. So it's really important for them to get the outside zone going, but I think they got to set it up more with more inside zone because they had success. They had tremendous success, I thought, running the ball between the guards uh, or inside, certainly you know, from a B-gap to B-gap. Where they struggled was when they tried to go C-gap in the alley and the linebackers were cleaning everything up because the offensive lineman couldn't get to them at the second level. So forget it. Don't even try it. If they're going to be that good and they're going to over-pursue to the outside to the outside zone, fine. Pound it up the gut right at them and see what they can do then. We've been debating all day today, more so on Twitter than anything, that which side of the ball do the Packers need if they were to make a trade at the trade deadline. And I think uh, as much as we can dare to dream, I think it's a moot point. I don't think they're going to do too much, if anything, in the trade market. You tell me, do you think the Packers under Brian Goodikins, he, he tried to bring in Funchess, and it, and Funchess opted out, brings in Kirksey knowing he's a guy that gets nicked up, and now he's nicked up. Do you think that they do anything else? Because at some point, you got Aaron Rodgers, and you're sitting there saying, what are we doing? Are we going for it in three years when we believe that Jordan Love's going to take over, or are we going for it trying to win a championship now? You can say you're trying and go through the go through the mishmash, but are you really trying if you're not putting the weapons in the, and, and you're just strictly going through the draft and you're not putting the weapons around him that you really need? So do they make a deal? Huh. <laughs> Great question. I don't think anyone's going to like my answer. My answer is it depends on how Jenkins does that left tackle. If he plays left tackle and he just lights out, I think maybe they can afford to make a trade. What's interesting about this year is that there seems to be more teams that are at fire, fire sale point right now than ever before this early in the season. So, you know, you got the Jets out there. You, you know, you're looking at Houston, Atlanta. Those are places that you know, Houston and Atlanta would be, you know, look at their roster. Let's see if you can dig anything out of there. I would think that, you know, someone on the outside on the perimeter would be the, their target. Um, whether or not they can, I, I don't know if they have the firepower, but, you know, you here, here's the reality: is if you were to sign Bakhtiari next year, so you got Bakhtiari and that quarterback, and they're both make, and they, you know, so you have fifty million dollars probably, right. maybe more, tied up in two dudes. That's really hard to 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 fill the holes that everybody says that this team has. So, I think this is just me speaking. I have no. They don't say anything over there. You can't. I mean, that's you need a. Uh, bolt cutters and a blowtorch you get anything out of those guys. But the um, reality is, I think if, if Jenkins looks really good 
and he does play left tackle on Sunday, then I think the likelihood of going out and getting somebody that you know you're going to have to pay a little bit uh, in the future for, I, I think that would be the more likely scenario. If he goes out there and he, you know, he looks like he's uh, uh, in a rodeo, or if he, you know, he's out there in the Olaying guys, mm-hmm. then 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 I think the likelihood of any type of trade is going to be, you know, pretty small. Good stuff as always, and we'll talk again on Monday and break it all down after the fact, okay? Yeah, all right, sounds good. Uh, what time are you smoking tomorrow? I will be smoking the grill on Sunday prior to the game. Uh-huh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see. Any, anytime you make this before. way, just yeah, just let me know. I'll waft some of that smoke up that direction. There you go. Eric, appreciate <laughs> it, buddy. Good one. Talk to you soon. Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin in the 555. Well, that's gone by the wayside. Now it's the no, no, no. No money down, no interest, no payments for 24 months if you want to replace your leaky old inefficient, ugly windows or doors or patio doors for that matter. You can do that right now. Or you can choose, actually, 2.99% APR financing for 12 years. So we know it's getting colder. We know the winds are starting to blow. The rain is pounding against the windows and such right now, as a matter of fact. And uh, it's your house. If it was inefficient last year, it's even less efficient this year. If it was ugly last year, it's even more ugly this year. If it's less secure last year, it's even less secure this year. So go ahead and make the change right now. Check out PellaWI.com for your free. Con- it doesn't hurt to get a consultation just to get a find out. You know what I'm saying? Find out. Pella now and pay later. Nobody down, no interest, no payments for 24 months or 12 years, 2.99% APR financing to approve credit right now through the end of the month. doesn't cost anything. To get a consultation, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Give them a shout. Tell them we sent you. New Mel, heads up. Plays of the week, next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers practice in pads inside the Hudson Center. Missing were defensive tackle Tyler Lancaster, running back Tyler Irvin, and left tackle David Bakhtiari due to injury. Now, last year, the Packers' defense pressured the quarterback over 300 times. So far this year, those numbers are less than half. Where is the pass rush? Matt LaFleur. Certainly hasn't been to the level that we want. We definitely know we need to get more rush. It's something that we've been working hard on, and hopefully that'll show in this next game. The Packers fly to Houston tomorrow to face the Texans on Sunday. The Texans off to a horrible 1-5 and five start and may become sellers before the trading deadline. Defensive end J.J. Watt, born in Waukesha, was asked if he ever dreamed of playing for the Packers one day. I'm, I imagine myself playing for Pewaukee High School. That's as far as I got in my dreams at the time, so... I mean, growing up in Wisconsin, you know, that's that's just the way it was. That's J.J. Watt. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Time now for the new Mail Heads Up Plays of the Week. Uh, this one's Lamar Jackson running it from 37 yards out, makes it 24-6. to 6. Take a listen. 
Eagles with a four-man front. Jackson will keep it on the read option. Big hole up the middle. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Ravens. Lamar Jackson right up the middle. There you have it on the uh, on the Baltimore Ravens radio network. Number two, Aaron Jones going in from a yard out. Instead he hands and no signal. Oh, Looked like he got, he got in, in sure clearly, but no call. That's Jones. Surprised there is no touchdown call. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised. I thought the whole pile moved. And now they the call line. touchdown. It is a touchdown for Aaron Jones. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, the two guys that are unhappy with flyovers on Fox calling that. Derrick Henry, he uh, gives a walk-off touchdown in overtime to knock off the Texans 42-36. Here it is. Henry is in the gun. Okay. It's the King Cat. Henry running to the left, into the end zone. <laughs> touchdown, Clay five yards and the victory and the Texans stunned the Titans radio network there you go that is it and that is your new mail heads up place of the week brought to you by our friends at the new mail medical center hey if you're feeling sluggish feeling down feeling moody and maybe the just the circumstances have you down a better attitude better mood they can do it with some low-T treatments, or if you're just looking at yourself going, man, I need to lose some weight. I've been sitting around way too much. Start Jumpstart, the all-in-one weight loss program. You can do that over at New Mel Medical as well, and yes, it works. Last year, I should say last year, but uh, January 2nd, I was 292. 236.7 this morning, I'm feeling great. Continues to go down. Got a ways to go, about another seven, eight pounds, and I'll be, I'll be absolutely perfect. I'll, I'll be where I want to be. I'm not going to be like, you know, Chippendale's perfect, but, you know. Nobody needs to see that, right? Nobody needs to. There you have it. Now that I've taken away your appetite for the rest of the day, don't forget to call our friends at New Mill Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Got Mike Clemens coming up in the next hour, our Green and Gold Insider. We'll talk with him. No Aaron Jones at practice today. That's a little concerning. David Bakhtiari on the sideline as well. we got a lot more coming up right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.